Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you're new to the podcast series, I'd love for you to subscribe. And even more, please give me a positive rating on iTunes. Love to get those ratings. We're building a movement of motivated communicators that want to be brief. Thanks for joining in. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make Your Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the founder and managing director of The Brief Lab. We help leaders and their organizations master concise communication. It's incredibly valuable for people to learn how to get to the point, and we help them do that. Really, the point of this podcast and others is pretty simple. Identify key moments when brevity can make you and your ideas stand out. The impact of concise communication affects how you explain your bright ideas, how you build your career, how you get your ideas across, how you get people to move to action. Okay, so we're here today, excited about what we're talking about today. We're talking about the future. (laughs) Talking about the future. Actually, we're talking about Tesla. Tesla's master plan. Actually, the point of today's podcast is Tesla's not-so-secret strategic plan turning their strategy into a story that people really are falling in love with. Um, Just a little background on me. I don't own an electric car. Um, I like the idea. I find them interesting. But a few years ago, a friend of mine drove me in his Tesla, and it was amazing, not just the performance of the car, but his passion for being an owner. And I started reading a little bit more about what they're doing as a business, and he was telling me about how the company's strategy was to expand, and it was really kind of fascinating. But a couple of years went by, obviously seeing more and more Teslas on the road. Um, one day I just heard somebody talking about their strategy and how easy it was to follow. And obviously I'm in the communication business and brevity is my thing, so their promise was, hey, they published their strategy online, you should take a look. So I did. I went, I went online, I did a little Google search, and I found there in plain plain sight on August 2nd, 2006, an article from Elon Musk, their co-founder and CEO, outlining the strategy. And the reason I wanted to bring this to your attention today on the podcast is because I often see and hear business strategies and they're not simple and they're not easy to follow. And the people that are explaining them, corporate executives, boy, do they get lost in the weeds and confuse the daylights out of people. And many of them, probably most of them, think that they're not being confusing or complicated. They, they think that it all makes sense. But on the receiving end, if you've ever been in one of those unveils of corporate strategy, you know what I'm talking about. These things can be really painful and they can go on forever and ever and it's not clear what the heck they're talking about. But nobody in the back row is going to raise their hand and say, hey boss, um, you've just talked to me about the corporate strategy and I don't know what you're talking about. So people kind of nod and smile and say they get it, but in their head and their heart, they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. So what was really remarkable to me when I saw this strategy was its simplicity and how it was really a strategic narrative. It was telling a story. And the story was really laid out in very clear terms. Um, it was powerful, it was public, and it was super easy to follow. And I wanted to just share with you some of my insights when I looked at this document. Again, you can go online and look at it. Just type, type in the secret Tesla Motors master plan, in parentheses, just between you and me. I love because they made it so simple and really it just makes so much sense. So it opens with Elon Musk saying, you know, you may or may not be aware of the fact that our long-term plan is to build a wide range of models 
including an affordably priced family car. And then he goes on to say, this is because the overarching purpose of Tesla Motors, and the reason really he was funding the company, is to help expedite the move from a mine and burn hydrocarbon economy towards a solar electric economy. Just like that's the purpose of the company. You're like, why would a person who's starting a motor car company want to shift towards an electric economy? And what does that have to do? Well, this document explains his strategy. And his strategy is really amazing in its simplicity, but all, all really more importantly, how it's telling you a story. So it goes on and he basically explains how he's gonna do it. It's only about two or three pages. And this this is in 2006, and it's 2000, you know, it's, you know, 11 years, a, dec a full decade later, and their strategy's coming true. And I would argue that because they made it a narrative and because they made it simple and clear and concise, that it was easy for people to follow, certainly, but it was easy for the company to know how they were executing against their, executing against their strategy, which is really half the battle. It's not just having a good strategy, but making sure that it's accessible for everybody. So when you look at their plan, their plan gets laid out. And what I found amazing is there's really key elements of what they do. Number one is, boy, do they give us a good headline right up front. Okay, what's their overarching purpose is to, is to, is to drive the shift from a mine and burn hydrocarbon economy towards a solar electric economy. That's the what, the headline of the story, really their strategy and his purpose, his reason for being. Then he tells you how he's gonna do it. And he gives you, he lays out the steps and the steps follow their product introduction. They're gonna introduce a high-end sports car, which they did. And that sports car was going to really be, um, no pun intended, the driving force for the company. And that sports car was going to compete with you know, high-end sports cars like Maserati and, and Lamborghini and the like. And they did that. And the, they were gonna use the money from that sports car, which obviously was incredibly expensive and wasn't really a moneymaker, but they're gonna use the proceeds of that to introduce another sports car that was a little bit more affordable, still expensive, which they did. And people fell in love with that. And then their plan would continue to where they are introducing a broader line car that's for the masses, so to speak. And that would generate even more cash and they would develop technology with batteries and um, how to store energy in the car and that at some, at some point they would start to connect with local in the house generation and storage of electric energy and they talk, he talked in the document as a de again a decade old about a partnership or a relationship with solar city which for those of you who are in the know they acquired um, they bought solar city so he's executing the strategy so first thing is he gives us a headline right up front what is the story about generating the shift? How are we going to do it? Steps, the sequence, and that's what narratives always do, right? They give you these sequential, sequential, easy to follow steps and how you can execute knowing how you are executing to plan. And he laid those out. Um, one of the things that really hit me was right at the end. It, you're reading this document. It's super easy to follow. But at the end, he just says something so powerful in its simplicity. He just says, okay, so in short, the master plan is build a sports car, use that money to build an affordable car, use that money to build an even more affordable car, 
While doing the above, also provide zero emission electric power generation options. And the last point is don't tell anyone. That was it. Well, obviously there's tongue in cheek there because it was so easy to get that people were like, get it, makes sense. And you create this passion within the company and within the world for their vision and their strategy and the story that they're trying to, to, to bring to life that as the story does become real and true, people believe in it even more and they get inspired even more. And that's the power of the narrative. This is a strategic narrative and you can use these all, to, all the time when you're, when you're developing a new strategy in your company and you're trying to unveil it, think of it like a story. And he did. Now, what gets people really excited is the simplicity and the structure of the story. So what's the story about? That's the, that's the key. Okay, what is the story about? And then, well, why? Give me some background. What, what made you want to create the story? What's happening in the story? Is there any conflict? Is there, and his, clearly his conflict is going from one type of a, a hydrocarbon economy to an electric economy. That's the, that's the, that's the shift. Well, how are they going to do it? Well, he's got a, a path forward to financially generate cash and product and technology that on a larger scale will, will enable him to do that. When people and business people are unveiling the strategy, one of the mistakes that I see that they make that they're not even aware of is they overcomplicate things and they don't think of it like, okay, how are people going to hear this? Is it going to make sense to them? Are they going to, are they going to tune in? Are they going to tune out? They, they don't think of it like a story and they lose people along the way. Elon Musk did not do that at all. He went straight at it and, and made it just crystal clear. The other thing that, from my vantage point, when I talk to executives when they do this, is he put a lot of emphasis into making the story real by executing on the chapters or the, the parts of the story that he proposed would happen. That's when it becomes credible. So stories are easy to follow, but if you, if you do the things that you're proposing to do in your strategy, it becomes real, you become credible, and people start believing in you. Well, we all know this, seeing is believing, right? When you start to see what a person like Elon Musk is doing, and now you start looking at things like the Hyperloop and SpaceX and some of the incredible things, is this person's not only a visionary, this person's a masterful storyteller, and this person puts a lot of energy and, and emphasis on make it happen. And when you can have a vision and you can execute against that vision, people start to believe in you and they get behind you. And that's why he's become um, a leading mind and a leading thinker of our day. Because he can see the vision, he can see a future, but he also takes a lot of effort to make sure that what he says comes true. And he puts a lot of, a lot of energy behind that. The key takeaway for us is, is pretty simple. Let's make strategy simple. Right? Let's turn it into a narrative. Let's, let's make that our, our job. Right? So if we're going to pitch a, a new strategy, think of it like, okay, well, what's the strategy about? And why are we doing this? And how are we going to do it? And, and if and when we do it, what does success look like? Um, when it's like that, people will know what to do. And for those of you in organizations, whether it's a startup and you're proposing this new thing or this new initiative, a new direction, or whether you're leading a business that's really large and it's complex and there's a lot of layers and bureaucracy, the power of a narrative is it's clarifying, it gives people direction, and really, imp most importantly, it tells people what they should do, what's important. They know where they fit into the story. 
you don't have to give them a thousand and one steps. They just get the big picture. And that's what Elon Musk and Tesla are doing. This is their not so secret strategy is making it simple and it becomes clear. It certainly was concise, a couple of pages. And boy, is it compelling. And that for me is exciting because we're in business today and we wanna we wanna get people, we wanna inspire people, we wanna inform them, but most importantly, we wanna we don't want, we don't wanna move them to action. And that's clearly what he's doing, and we, we should all do. So what I'd like you to start to think about is can I convert something which is kind of confusing and it's kind of corporate and it's kind of bulky and hard to follow and transfer it into a narrative and you've seen tools if you've read the book brief it's there's narrative mapping tools that you can go online and and you can download on our site thebrieflab.com and they can help you do that but what i really want you to start thinking is simplicity the simplicity of the narrative is the path to make that strategy accessible and intelligible to people and ultimately gets people to go i get it and now i know what to do so that is the big takeaway from elon musk and his brilliance and his brilliance is in the simplicity of execution and storytelling and I just think it's fast it's fascinating and it's it's uh, it's really admirable especially nowadays where most things we hear and we see are, are far from it I just want to thank you so much for joining me just saying is a podcast meant for you and for sharing so please help me spread the word that less is more if you want more information on our programs at the brief lab for teams and organizations please go to thebrieflab.com to get more information. I wanna let you know that for those of you that lead teams, we've just developed a, a brevity team test. It's really simple, but you go on there and you have your team go through a series of questions, it's like 10 questions, and you start to gauge how much of an issue is brevity or being concise and clear in your communication as a team. How much does it weigh you down or slow you down as a leader and as, as a team leader? So I'd highly recommend you go to the site and you, and you take that. We've also developed a discussion guide for you as a team leader where you can take your team through a series of discussions, short discussions, around how you as a team can be better at being efficient and effective as communicating with each other as a team. And you'll notice as you go through those discussions and you read the book that your team will start to value concise and clear communication and you'll see an improvement, which is obviously one of the things we want to see. And that's all self-directed. You can see that. You can get those tools if you go to thebrieflab.com and look for the the brevity check, the brevity test. Take that and you'll download the discussion guide. I want to thank you again for your time and uh, be better, be brief.